Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. From the world's first officially recognized sim racing group, it's the Torah Radio Show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Torah Radio Show. This is episode 23 of 2020. But so like everyone else, the weeks are starting to blend together, so I can't keep track anymore. Um, welcome to the Torah Radio Show. We do talk about some racing news occasionally. Um, it is the U.S. week, but unfortunately, I am the only American on the show this week. Unfortunately, Lewis was not able to make it. So joining me is Matt Hunter. Hello. And Mr. Jordan Groves. Hello. It's like Lewis is still here, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. What we should have said was, hey, y'all. Wow, that's the worst American I've known Lewis heard. for quite some time, and I don't think I've ever actually heard him say the word y'all. <laughs> no, no, but I, I was say trying it to more be, than Lewis does. I was, I was I'm sure to be, I say it more than Lewis does. I was trying to be American, but then me trying to be American just would just make me sound more and more like Frasier, so. <laughs> <laughs> Deary would me. you join me on the chaise longue? Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, let's, I'm off yeah, to what? We Let's actually... move on before this gets really creepy. Yes. <laughs> Too late. Um, we do actually do have some racing, sim racing news to talk about. Um, first of all, we actually have Forza news. What? I know. It's been months. And we actually finally got some news. Um, thanks to Xbox finally having their, what would have been their E3 presentation. But because it's 2020... That didn't happen. <laughs> oh, part of their E3 presentation. The second part yeah. of their E3 presentation. Yeah. So here's what we know about Forza, the next Forza Motorsport so far. It's just called Forza Motorsport. Hmm. Now, we're not <laughs> sure what. <laughs> it's the, the fact that we're dwelling on the title kind of says a lot. <laughs> it does, because we went so long without any information about that. And... Um, We'll get we to this later, but I think we're going to be going a similarly amount of time without any more information, um, because we didn't really get that much. Um, Hold on to your hats, folks. It's going to be a long winter. Yeah, it's going to be a long show. Um, so here's what we know so far. It's just called Forza Motorsport. It's not Forza Motorsport 8. Um, we're not sure if it's a reboot of the series as such. I've heard some internet rumors that says that it's going to become an iRacing model where it's like a subscription based or something along those lines but I'm bending towards the probably a reboot of some sort um, side of this argument just because that seems very different from what Microsoft usually does with their games I don't know if they would consider doing that because of the popularity of like the Elder Scroll um Christian based thing. I can't remember what it's called right now. But... You're asking the wrong people. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> when you my sister-in-law sim races my sister in-law will know it straight away, but yeah, no. Get her on the yeah. phone. Ask the audience. Phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Elder Scrolls thing? There you go. Shut we'll up. have your answer by the end, of the, the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but... Um, no. So, I, I kind of like the... I, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm fine with the idea of a reboot, but it seems, I don't know, haphazard, maybe, in a way. Unless it is what they're saying it is, where it's a complete refocus on actual motorsports now than what it has been in the past two or three games. I don't really like the term reboot, because... Like, if it's Battlestar Galactica reboot, then cool. If it's Ghostbusters or Star Trek reboot, then no thanks. I knew that Matt was going to bring sci-fi into it somehow. <laughs> this is not rugby. Yeah, well, true. We're a show. We do occasionally talk about sim racing news and sci-fi. <laughs> which we are. Yeah, because yeah, Chris Asaki said that they were doubling down on, on motorsport, but didn't really kind of elaborate on what that meant. 
Yeah. Which it, apparently it's the, and I am. This is a direct quote: "Most motorsports, motorsports." <laughs> Whatever that means. Seeing as the, um, seeing as the <laughs> coverage that we've seen of this is basically multiple passes of the corkscrew, we can yes. confirm that it is a motorsport circuit, and it was a motorsport car. And that it is very pretty. It is very pretty. Yeah, it I, is very I, pretty. I don't think anybody had. Um, if you were. Uh, had any bets on for the uh, what is the car called? The Apollo. I don't remember what it is. Oh, it it's is. it's not a Gumper. It's an Apollo something. It's, it, it's the well, I, I suppose the, it, it. This is a German company using what I think seems Italian words, which just seems very very strange to me. It's mm. this is how sad I am. It is the Apollo Intensa Emozione. Emozione, yes. Yes. Emozione. Yeah, so if you had a bet Mozzarella. on that being the first car that we would see in Forza Motorsport, uh, not eight, then mm. um, well done, you've just earned a lot of money. <laughs> yes. I, um, I, I, I have hard... to admit, the first time I saw the trailer, I sat there thinking, what? that's not a real car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking it was fictional. I was thinking, oh well. my god, it's Burnout, and then I sort of did a little <laughs> research and then found out it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Other cars that we saw in the trailer i guess you can call it that they dropped was the extremely old mazda lola b1280 that we've had for the past three motorsports games Mm -hmm. the bac mono um people have said that they've noticed the um, rear end of a chaparral 2e hiding back in the background Mm. um people have said that they saw that volvo racing truck that we got in the latest Horizon game, what? also hiding back there. Oh, the big, the big, the, the Volvo White Knight. I think it's White Knight. Yeah, yeah. There's something on the BA on the 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 image of the BAC Mono. There's something up on the ramp as well with no wheels on it that I can't work out what it is. I can't work out what that is either. And chassis of Anker. Yes. Yeah. It it is a car of some description. I can't even tell yeah. if it's front or rear engine. But yeah, so you can Front imagine how um... there's a gearbox at the back. Oh uh, yeah, at the back. Okay. But yeah, so you can imagine how um, a little bit bemused we were about how one one of the things that we've been crying out for with Forza is to have more up to date up to date cars. And one of and... the cars that features the most predominantly in the trailer is the Mazda Lola that's been in it for ages. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's only a teaser, and the game is still in very early development. So there's a chance are that these are just mm-hmm. placeholder models for the teaser. But yeah, the... we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the biggest. Thing that they were kind of trying to get across during this whole Forza Motorsport announcement was that um, ray tracing has been now added to Forza Tech, which is um, Forza's equivalent of having like Unreal Engine 3. The Forza mm-hmm. Tech is the engine that Forza Motorsport games run off of. So um, when they did that, apparently um, they've had to go back and adjust some things that they found in pre that they've done with their previous models that need updating for ray tracing technology. Um, uh, Chris Sasaki, the creative, he's a creative director now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yes. Um, he um, was on Forza monthly earlier this week talking about how they've had to do fundamental changes to the way that they approach things, how they process things. And, you know, it's 2020. It can't be easy developing a game in 2020. <laughs> yes. It's got its fair share of challenges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then again, it's challenges that other developers have managed to circumvent and not thrive, but cope in. I so I read somewhere, uh, based on some of the news that we're going to talk about later on, that a certain developer... Uh, is releasing a new track, but because they couldn't go there and scan it themselves, they got the scan. They got someone else's very good scan, yes. and had a billion reference. Not a billion. That's, that's not an official quote, obviously, but a significant <laughs> number of reference images in order to, in order to make the circuit as accurate as possible. Mm. And they've managed so it, to do that in 2020. Yeah. So these things are possible, but yeah, obviously, every developer will have their own way of working. Yeah. Some of them will be able to cope with this better than others. So. Yeah, and it's important to remember uh, there were a lot of people who um, were uh, disappointed that the game is because I, I don't know whether we've touched on this yet, but the game is in early development. They, yeah. They've said that it's 
not yeah. we're not to expect this game anytime soon. And a lot of people have been saying, but hang on, you it's been ages since Forza Seven. I, I think it's important to remember that they ne- they not haven't necessarily been developing that game, this game, since they stopped working on Forza Seven. I think, yeah. and and because it's a reboot from the bit rebuilt from the ground up to quote all of the oh, things that God. Oh, i know how much matt hates that phrase mm-hmm. i'm gonna it, need my extra it's... large sick hat <laughs> because you have a you... sick hat yeah well when you're on the show for long enough uh, oh yeah <laughs> it's a top hat yeah. wear it to the opera listening to lewis has its problems um mm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, because it's being rebuilt this way, I won't say from the um, yeah from the thing up. Um, it's going to take a lot more time, and with the uh, I I don't know whether I'm jumping the gun in talking about the consoles and platforms that this will be releasing on. Yes, but because it is uh, releasing on the Series X and Windows 10, not the current Xbox generation. It's probably I, I see it as a good thing that it's not coming out for launch. I, I like the idea of this game coming out much later, um, so that there's time for all the bugs to be ironed out of the new system. Because every time we've seen a new platform launch, there have always yeah. been these little annoying problems. And That's even worse, when it's games that are launching with that title, like Forza Five was the yes. worst. Forza. Yeah. And the last thing we want is another Forza Five. I sort yes. of, I sort of think that. Um... <sighs> Because I think it, certainly within our own chat, we were, you know, we were a bit sort of really, no, seriously, turn ten, really. But when you think about it, we've probably been quite spoiled in having, a, yeah, a, a biannual turnaround for these titles. Hmm. Um, Something to also remember is that Turn Ten Studios is based in Microsoft's headquarters, which is in, um, Red is it redmond oregon it's right near yeah it's right near portland and that's kind of where the virus got its start in the u.s so Mm. they've been under lockdown a lot longer than most of the country yeah so it's 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 a whole series of factors that have come together to make this game come out later than maybe people would have thought so yeah you've got like the virus you've got the development time to do with the consoles changing uh, generation there's a whole lot of stuff there that's that's going to impact the release date but it i think a lot of people um are of the opinion now that we would rather wait a little bit longer for a good game than have a launch title that sucks yeah i think it would just been a bit nicer to have had a little bit because um i think we touched on this before um the tra- the, the te- even the teaser trailers at e3 that we've had in the past for various forces have always been extraordinarily pretty and well put together and mm. show quite a lot and this one really didn't it was it was very um short mm-hmm. but you know little over a minute long and that probably includes the xbox series x exclusive blurb at the beginning and then at the end and it didn't really it was the te- it was a teaser in the in the most accurate form of the description it, it didn't yeah. really give us hardly anything at yeah. all i think it, it's not helped by the radio silence that we've had from turn 10 no with regards to the existence of this game if we'd had a normal sort of yeah we, we, we are working on something it's coming you'll find out more about it later and then we had had this teaser i don't think it would have been a problem but because we've had such radio silence beforehand yeah. it seems as though we've had you know is that it uh, I get again. It's in early development. We're not going to be able to find out too much about it because we've still got the the normal kind of mm-hmm. time frame for teasers and announcements to do with features of the game that will come up right nearer to launch. But I feel like, yeah, it's it's been exacerbated by the fact that Turn Ten haven't really been saying anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were a couple other things that were mentioned during the um, Forza Monthly stream that I want to highlight real quick. Um, Chris specifically talked about how they're talking to members of the community and um, through their changes in the processing and how they um, respond to things that they're actually going to be able to respond to feedback um, much quicker than they have been in the past. So things that he specifically mentioned were track limits at certain tracks that are just a little bit off. It's going to be easier for them in this new title to go back and adjust them than it would be on Forza Seven. That'd be say, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and definitely the 
them specifically mentioning talking to members of the community is, I know, something that they say a lot, but yeah. it, it somehow feels different this time. I don't know why. I hope it um, is. Yeah, just because, like, I know that I've, I've had conversations with Turn 10. I'm perfectly happy to have more with those, by the way. Just, you know, wink, wink, <laughs> not touch. Um, and I know that there's several other members of the community that they've reached out to talk to. So, um, it, it just feels like they're actually talking to the community this time. Um, something that I noticed in the trailer was that um, the Apollo had several different paints on it, including um, different number boards on each of the cars, different um, windscreen banners, things like that. So maybe that's kind of a window into the things to come with this new game. We're gonna, they're going to add that kind of functionality. Mm. That's because interesting. I, don't, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. I don't believe... Well, Matt, since you looked up this car, this isn't actually like a motorsport car. This is a street car, isn't it? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. So street cars on Forza, you usually can't add window banners and stuff like that to it. But this one has some. Mm. So... I'm just checking. A I'm not concerned. I, I'm just yeah. I'm not concerned about um, how this is going to develop and when it's going to come out. Um, I'm much more like this is way more information than I thought we we're going to get during this announcement. So I think it's a good step in the direction and to kind of like finish the discussion. Something that Chris also said was that you'll notice that in the logo for this game. Motorsport is the biggest part. <laughs> yes, true. Mm-hmm. True. If there's one bit of feedback that I hope that Turn 10 have concentrated on the most from Forza 7, it's returning to the motorsport yeah. route of this yes. part of the Forza franchise. Also, Matthew, did you, notice, did you notice that the R's in motorsport look really familiar? I didn't Ooh. want to say, but yes, I did. I hadn't mm. noticed that. Do you, want to have yeah. do you think you should have a word? Um, <laughs> maybe Stan should. <laughs> or that looks or really they, familiar. Or have they, or have they done that as, as sort of say, yeah, Taurus part of Forza now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to put in a bid. Gosh darn it! <laughs> for it for those who me. aren't familiar with what we're talking about, the R in Motorsport and the new Forza Motorsport logo looks very similar to the last iteration of the Toro logo. Yeah, it does. Wow. Um, just for reference, would you, would you like to guess how much the uh, Apollo Intensa Emozione, Im, oh, sorry, Narvan, wasn't it, um, costs? One point oh, eight million. Did he get it right? No. Uh, is it higher or lower? Higher. Are we talking euros? Two point euros. Three million. Oh, three euros. Two point three million euros. And I think it has so, an F duct as well, which is quite interesting. Hold on. Wow. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but it. Why would like, you want an F duct? Because it hasn't got. It's got something that isn't a shark fin, clearly, because it's not connected all the way down to the bodywork. <laughs> but it does look like. But it it runs from the roof line where you've got the air intake, the the the, the ram scoop air intake for the engine, um, like on an F1 car. It runs from that straight to the uh, rear wing, which would lead me to deduce it has a form of F-tucked. All right. Yeah. It looks for those... a very, very cool car. It does indeed. It's the for sort of thing that would. Care. It's the sort of thing that would, I dare I say it, would look excellent in the new in the new LMP1 category. That isn't it exi- is. doesn't hardly exist. That doesn't exist. Yes. For those who care, <sighs> that's two point million dollars, and. Forty billion pounds. Because <laughs> our, cur- our currency is worth nothing. Actually, no, two point seven pence. Because our currency is worth nothing now. And, and lowering. Well, you say that. Wait. Is okay. About one point nine um, million quid. I think. The American who doesn't know how British um, currency works mm. is pounds sterling the same thing as Great British pounds. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. It's just two point one million. Oh well, pounds. There you go. You so, see, got changed to buy a AMG GTR if you want. Oh yeah. Lovely. Anyway, we should probably move. On. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> we? Welcome to economics with the Tory. Yeah. Yes. 
You thought we couldn't get any weirder. <laughs> gotta pump those. Gotta pump those numbers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shall that's we transition to the other game that's supposed to come out in twenty twenty two? Yeah. Matt, I'm gonna let you read this one because you clearly have the strongest opinion about it. So we'll just get that out of the way now. Uh, yeah. I'm torn. I'm deeply torn because I am the the like fourteen year old in me is biblically happy actually the 10 year old in me is biblically happy that finally the BTCC is going to get is definitely going to get a racing title again in 2022 however it is being developed by a nobody wow uh, well you just said that <laughs> it's being developed by motorsport games um which is an umbrella term for for, well, it's based on the company that I have no love for whatsoever that think they own everything in motorsport and turn to poo everything that they seem to touch. Um, again, my words, not the words of, of the rest of the people on TRS. Um, <laughs> and the only other game... it, mm, The only other game they have any involvement in developing, and even then there's an actual studio named as the developer, is uh, Naz, NASCAR Heat. Not exactly a title that we're particularly fond of on this show, particularly. Um, but they have yeah. done a lot of esports. They have a lot of experience with esports, does motorsport games. They do. They really do. So that's great. <laughs> you can hear the scene. So, yes, uh, now that we've got that out of the way. Um, yes. Yes, so it was announced um, uh, yesterday. Uh, that the uh, it's a, there's a long-term agreement between Motorsport Games and the British Touring Car Championship to create video game and esports series. Um, yeah, you'll remember earlier in the year we spoke about how there was uh, more and more traction with, within the BTCC fan base about a British Touring Car game. Uh, you had the likes of Dan Camish and Matt Neal um, tweeting a lot about it and stoking the fire um we all kind of assumed even though i don't think there was any substance behind this potentially about code masters potentially getting the license but um mm-hmm. for one reason or another even that was either that was never going to happen or motorsport games have um uh, pipped them to the post with it um from the perspective of somebody who isn't as uh, massively anti the um people who are developing this game it, it it is great news that we are going to have the BTCC represented on this market because video games are fantastic for championships, and I know yes. Matt will agree with that. Side. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I do also have my reservations about uh, motorsport games. I, I think a lot of people are making the connection between motorsport games and Seven Hundred Four, um, which is is logical. You would you would assume that, but it isn't. It isn't a be-all and end-all that 704 will have a part in developing the game. It's sort of like the Codemasters, Slightly Mad Studios um, relationship between the two. So it could be another developer under the umbrella of Motorsport Games who end up developing the BTCC game. So but, but there is hope there. One. But here's no, the question. Right. Which developer is that? Exactly. Because yeah. if you look at the Motorsport Games website, it only lists Heat Games as Motorsport Games games yeah, yeah so unless they bring in a new developer and the problem is yeah. i'm not being funny but the, the btcc is is too much of a beloved series mm. to do wrong if yes. you mm. come out the block if, if this is a developer's first game and they come out the blocks and it is anything other than blooming excellent mm. that's it yeah um, because the the they have they can't come into this half-hearted. They have to know that the demand for this title is enormous, yeah. and the and and therefore the expectations will be equally enormous. Um, you know, and and this the, and it won't just be for new fans who happen who follow the BTCC and really want to play a game. This is going to be people who grew up with the original games. And mm. they will have a certain level of expectation that has to be met. Yeah. And I, it, yeah. Do you, do you know the it, right, the image that it, that conjures that this conjures in the back of my head is BBC Games when they used to do games. 
I put the, the slight pause in there because I was going to use a word and I'm not going to use it because we're on radio. Um, <laughs> but when BBC used to do games like Doctor Who games and the Robot Wars games, they were okay if you were seven and you didn't really care about gameplay, you didn't really care about graphics or anything like that. Mm. It would mm-hmm. be like British Leyland. It's like the game equivalent of British Leyland. It's just... No, it's that'll do. And that's the problem. I have this terrible, terrible worry that it's going to be, oh, that'll do, because there's so much demand for this game, they'll just buy it regardless of how yeah. good it is. And I desperately don't want it to be that. This this series, this championship, deserves the absolute best. I am, I am stunned that Codemasters didn't get it. Absolutely mm. stunned. Mm-hmm. But then, when you consider the amount of uh, pies that Codemasters have fingers in, oh yeah, um, this is true. But then, may, maybe that restricted okay, them, perhaps. Okay, or... but then what about someone like Playground? Yeah, well, true. Well, they're doing they... Fable now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're still true. doing. They, they still got Horizon. Yes, they? yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of hate to bring up this point, considering what Matt just said, but. That's kind of what the Heat games are to me. They're a game that's meant for the fans and not really meant to be like a sim, per se. Like with NASCAR in general, whenever NASCAR needed to have a, a virtual series during the pandemic... They went to iRacing, yeah. not their officially licensed game. Which, of course, there is an eSports series run for called the eNASCAR Heat Pro League, which is horrific to say, which is, you guessed it, run by Motorsport Games and is therefore yeah, but, completely ignored. Yeah, yeah but also but, Motorsport Games also did run the ABB Formula E Race at Home Challenge, the Not GP series, and Le Mans, the 24 Hours Le Mans Virtual, which were hardly bad things. So swings and roundabouts there. Yes, but we yeah. did rather make fun of the Formula E Race at Home Challenge because of the quality of driving. We did also make fun of the Le Mans Esports series because it's so shockingly poor. World Rally NASCAR Go on Well I never finished my thought Go on (laughs) Sorry So um, Because iRacing has the current cup cars And all that stuff Heat doesn't really have a place In the esports market If you will Mm. Because They're you know NASCAR Heat (laughs) It's not taken nearly as well, for the most part. It's not nearly as serious as the iRacing series that we see on Tuesdays, the Coca-Cola series. Mm. I can't remember its full name of at the moment. Um, it's just kind of there, and it's a good game if you know a seven-year-old who wants to drive around in Bubba Wallace's car. Then I think maybe the the solution for the British Touring Car Championship would potentially be because it's not necessarily a big enough series internationally. Oh, it is. To um, well, not compared to Formula One, etc. No, um, no. So I, I think maybe the solution for them would be to go down a similar route that NASCAR have gone, where they have this mass market game in Heat. Yeah. Maybe done better because Heat can still be made a lot better while still being mass market. That's a totally different argument. Whilst then having the BTC license extended to a sim, maybe iRacing, maybe uh, race room, etc. Something like that, where they can do the sim part. Because otherwise it's got to walk down the tentative line that Formula One has to do, where they try to make a game that appeals to the sim guys, whilst also making a game that is mass market enough to just sell copies off of the, yeah. off of the shelf mm-hmm. in the supermarket. And kind of thing. Cody's has done that pretty well, I would say. Yeah, so again, it's a shame they haven't got the license, but mm-hmm. who knows? It we'll does. It, you're absolutely right, and to be honest, I, what the, I think my other concern is, knowing, how the, knowing what the BTC is like with its licensing... It does worry me that they might just go, no, the only license available is for this official game because we really want to push this official game. We don't want to yeah. dilute it with, with content and other things. In That's fact, Alan, Alan Gow said, himself said, um, when he was talking about it, he said this will be a dedicated BTCC game featuring all the cars, teams, drivers and all the circuits, not merely some elements partially incorporated into an existing game. Mm. Clearly, but that doesn't say that like he... Forza. That doesn't say that he might not 
allow the license to extend elsewhere. But I would also be worried, as you said, that maybe they will just put all of their eggs in this basket and mm-hmm. neglect the wider sim, more hardcore yeah. uh, fan base. Hopefully they don't, but could I, also, I could easily see that happening. It could also mean that the, the cars from the BTCC championship will show up in other games minus all of the branding. Yeah. Which we've kind of seen happen in Forza a little bit, and that wouldn't be that. That wouldn't be a massive problem if they, no. if say, uh, one of the team's cars. So, like, let's say the uh, Speedworks Corolla ends up in iRacing, and then obviously you can put all the other skins on there after the fact. Well, that, maybe happened, that would be a way to go. It is because I mean, but that, but let's not forget. Yes, because basically what happens is the cars slash so the manufacturer slash team licenses their own car minus the BTCC portion of their livery yeah. into games. That's how they got into Forza. That's how it got into R-Factor too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not through a BTCC sub-license or anything like that. They've been covetously looking after that for themselves until yeah. the right time. But, yeah, I'm just... I, again, obviously very, very early days. We, we don't want to sort of kick it before we know any, yeah. too much about it. But I am cautious it's mm. cautious optimism i think is yeah. the key word for this yeah. so far because I, I think we all know we all know what this could and should be yeah um a race driver <laughs> just just without the stupid narrative and just give us the actual cars yeah. and hopefully something yeah. and maybe tiff nadell that'd be lovely yeah. again that'd be cool. something that i've noticed oh there's a particular sentence in the press release that i want to highlight just real quick because it's both something that's encouraging and also not encouraging at all. Mm-hmm. And I quote, the new BTCC game will be developed by the team of Motorsport Games for next generation consoles as well as PC. Cool. That, using market part. leading yes, using market leading technology with an option to develop a mobile version. <laughs> right, yeah, I see what you mean. So it, hopefully that means that they will have one developer making the new generation console version and a totally different developer in another building mm-hmm. <laughs> making the, the mobile planet. Yeah, on a different planet. Screw it. On another planet. Just, oh, oh I don't... Uh, I know mobile game... The mobile games industry is a huge market, but... Real Racing 3 is a clear indicator of, of just how annoying mobile racing can be yeah it's, it's yeah, not absolutely. real it's barely racing <laughs> yeah on that note um yeah. so something to look forward to in two years is a btcc yeah. game it's yet yeah. to be seen if that's going to be a lot something of... that we will want to purchase yet there's a lot of things that are happening in two years mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course the way true. we get the way we're going we've got asteroid strike godzilla um, <laughs> volcanoes in San Francisco and God knows what else to contend with first. Killer yeah, bees. Awesome. Yeah. That's next. Awfully Killer optimistic bees. to set the game release of 2022 <laughs> at this time. Yeah. Shall we for those ten people who are left? Show, <laughs> shall we continue the show with a little bit more recent news? I'm excited about this piece of news, Benjamin. Benjamin, what is you it? Are. The full name? Why don't I have a because he name? calls me because he called me Matthew? Therefore, he shall get the Benjamin. Am I Jordanin or? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, uh, right. Anyway, let's carry on. Take that up Beth. with your parents. Um, <laughs> Ferrari, Ferrari has announced that they will be launching a new esports competition on Assetto Corsa, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, trying to see. Okay. Um, with the hopes of to find the big talent in sim racing. So basically. It's World's Fastest Gamer Ferrari Edition. The Italian edition, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's called the Ferrari... Hublot? Hublot? I'm not sure. The Ferrari Hublot, which is go with that, eSports yeah. series, and the prize for the eventual winner is a spot on the Italian brand's own eSports team. Cool. Yes. Um, sign-ups are open soon for the event which gets underway in September. Um, it will be run on the Soto Corsa, but it's not 
it's not clear whether it's not going to be a PC only or if it will be available on all of the Assetto Corsa platforms. I don't believe in this. Um, has that been changed? Because I believe there's other things that they talked about later. In anyway, this press release. <laughs> yeah. The, the exciting thing, though, is uh, the car. We're getting a free car. Not, yes, not, not, a virtual one. A virtual one. I apparently <laughs> I clicked on the wrong the wrong press release quite a short. Um yes, yeah, so the any of the participants that sign up for the um Ferrari Esports series will be getting a uh Ferrari four eight eight challenge Evo, which is an official mod uh, that will be on the Assetto Corsa platform. Uh we'll touch on something in a minute about another manufacturer that's introduced a official mod, which is really cool. Um yeah, there'll be uh uh, the event is available to anybody, uh, so there'll be uh, qualifying events uh, across the month of September, and then there'll be a series uh, later in the year, which will uh, fi- fi- uh, whittle the field down to uh, 12, which is very world's fastest gamer in terms of um, uh, format, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I suppose. Um the cool thing for people who are not fanboys and just passionate is that uh, the uh, help that the people along the way will be, uh, they'll be uh, receiving advice from the likes of uh, David Tanitza and Charles Leclerc. Awesome. I'm not a fanboy, just passionate. Um, yeah, a couple of things from this. A, very cool to see Ferrari getting more and more into esports when we consider that they weren't in the first series of the F1 esports championship because they didn't think it was important to now where they're having their own esports competition. That's fantastic. Um, secondly, Seto Corsa still getting all of this um, use and publicity. Mm-hmm. When when did Seto Corsa first launch? What year? Four years ago. Yeah. And, like yeah, and the fact that it is still alive and kicking so much. I, I mean, the modern community is partly to blame for this because it is absolutely changed the game and given it a lifespan that I don't think Kunos would have ever imagined. Um, it's fantastic to see Assetto Corsa still being used in such a high capacity. Well, if you think, it was only a couple of days ago as well that KTM released the uh, the GT4 yes, we were, officially we, as a mod. We were going to touch on that in a oh, moment. sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> sorry, um, missed that off the... But yes, we might as well, actually, we might as well just include that now because it, it lumps into the point of Assetto Corsa being so relevant still yeah um this, the ktm have released the uh, expo gt4 an officially licensed mod um to the game and that's it came out of nowhere i thought um mm-hmm. a little bit strange um it, it's they actually give you an installer uh, rather than uh, you know just the files oh, yeah. just to put into the game but apparently they will be uh, changing that soon um <laughs> the one complaint i have is that for some reason i can't seem to uh, delete the installer it just keeps reappearing in my downloads folder every 10 minutes um <laughs> but yeah no it's fantastic i i did not see that coming i did not see the ferrari esports series coming especially with a free official mod especially with ferrari let's be honest they don't really do anything for free <laughs> let's be fair um charge about 90 quid for a pair of dust caps <laughs> The problem is, I know you're serious, and I know that's a real thing. Um, it is. I've, it is. I've been on. I've it been is. their uh, configurator. <laughs> Not recently, but mm-hmm. yeah. But no, it's good news for a set of Corsa. It's and, amazing. Um, it, oh. I, I, I could have easily seen something like this happening on Competizione, but I, I guess it just makes sense being a set of Corsa being such a versatile sim now where you're able to do so many different things you know you've got race of champions to this it's it just hats off to a set of course of potentially being the best sim of this decade because i was going to say what because the only other one that's really like it in in terms of modability and that sort of thing is r factor 2 mm. and did that come out before or after um i want to say talk before. about something else i will have a look i want to say before <laughs> Because, just based yeah. on the style of, um, well, so after two released, released in 2013, mm. Assetto Corsa released in 2014. Oh, oh, hey, oh, wow, that's a lot closer than I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah, too. Considering just how, because... di- and also considering how different they look as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, R Factor Two 
it's UI. It's very old school yeah. compared yeah. to Assetto Corsa's. And if we talk, and in fairness, Assetto Corsa's UI is very old as well. It's only through the additions of Content Manager and other third-party UIs that have streamlined it to the point where modding has become so easy. So I basically I use content manager and that's it. Yeah, I haven't okay. loaded up the set of course no. uh, Same here, base honestly. UI for several years now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, it's just a testament to because R Factor Two, yeah, it's got it's got equal amounts of potential for modability as a set of course, but there are challenges in modding an R Factor Two. It, it a set of course definitely has stalled on a march on it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just. It's um, a set of courser is just proving once again you you can't kill it <laughs> and I'm very just ple- when you think it's gone. <laughs> and I'm very pleased for it. It's the first yeah, time I'm going to drive a Formula One car around Magello. That means it's totally unrealistic, then. <laughs> well, is it really? <laughs> no, no. No, the the RSS uh, the racing studio mods are absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal for a set of courser. Yeah. For we continue on. I'm just going to back up for one quick second to mm-hmm. another uh, eSports competition. This one, oh, yes. however, is on Forza. Mm. Um, the Team Fordzell, which is Ford's official eSports team, um, they've been doing some tour events. Actually, they are racing the M6 in the, our British GT Championship because there isn't a Ford in the top class. Um, has announced that they will be having the, their first ever Fortzilla Cup tournament on Forza 7. Um, people who want to participate will have to upload a video of their lap time of chosen track um, to show what lap times they did, which is kind of counterintuitive, but okay. Um, whoever wins uh, this series will be um, win a place on Ford's Team Zillow eSports team with the opportunity to compete with Ford on a global scale. What does that mean? <laughs> Basically, you win, you get to race for Ford Zilla. Well, because interestingly, interestingly, it also doesn't mean, necessarily mean racing in Ford's, because I'm pretty certain when they entered the... was it, I think it was the IMSA uh, Invitational Series, or one of the IMSA series, they were racing in BMWs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though there's I think, a Ford well, available in the you game. You say that. Um, they have listed the events. Um, Hockenheim with the Mustang Boss Forza Edition. Um, Silverstone with the Mustang Mach 1. Catagonia of the Mustang um, GT. You get the point. <laughs> very Mustang. All the race, All of the main races are in Ford products. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, you can find out more information about that on their website. Compete in this Ford-related series where you can race a series of Fords to potentially become part of the Ford eSports team where you could potentially race a BMW. (laughs) Matt, don't work in marketing. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Please. Uh, They did it. Shall we continue with F1 2020 news? Speaking of marketing... Yeah, just a, a little bit of uh, F1 2020 news. A uh, patch came out, uh, I think it was earlier this week now, um, which added the much-anticipated uh, 2020 black Mercedes livery. It is bloody gorgeous, basically. Um, still no uh, updates on the latest updates to the McLarens and you know the Wii Racers 1 additions to basically most of the grid, the McLaren being the one that's only really got the most... Uh, change from uh, its original um, a number of other little patches came in as well um, minor fixes to my team etc etc but yes um, I think we all knew that the black Mercedes was coming eventually uh, hopefully the rest of the field's liveries will follow in um, in with haste uh, yes. shall I say um, yeah good to see uh, F1 the F1 game being uh, on the ball with its updates and hopefully mm-hmm. The others will follow shortly. Yeah, uh, we have to assume that this, the color change was kept in such secret that they didn't even tell Codemasters about it. So that's why it kind of seemed like it took them a while to get it. Yeah, well, I, be- I believe, um, yeah, I believe exactly that. Codemasters didn't really have, 
much warning, if any. They were scrambling to get the uh, Williams updated livery done, and they managed to get that done for launch. But obviously, having to work on an entirely new livery um, probably diverted some of their resources to working on any others. And, and and I think the Williams one must have taken precedence because obviously the original livery they had in the game was the Rocket sponsor, and obviously sponsorship means that they couldn't run that in the game through probable licensing. Yeah, so, legal reasons. Where, whereas the Mercedes, it was a color change rather than sponsor change and everything. So the Williams was probably the more important one to do legally. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it it seems now obviously considering they had only just launched the game and they were working for all the bugs, it. Obviously, it makes more sense to fix the bugs than fix the livery. So yeah, they've done it in the right order. Let's just hope the rest of them uh, happen pretty quickly. And of course, there's another livery alter- alteration coming well, this from this weekend, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah, because they've announced um, uh, McLaren are tying up with Golf, haven't mm. they? Yeah, that's Ooh, an yes. awesome partnership. That is an awesome partnership. And not inconsequential that the car actually has almost the... the primary colors for it on it anyway yeah, yeah it just yeah. needs to shade change the shade of blue a little lighter but um mm-hmm. yeah that's that's fantastic news if they start if they start running in the colors that they had um when they were doing the mom with the mclaren f1 gtrs that would be cool i could see be, them yeah. doing that that would be me following formula one again <laughs> <laughs> i could see them doing that for 2021 i could um, i can imagine that mclaren might might push with something like that I could see one of the cars suddenly appearing in the Rothko collection as well if that happened. <laughs> Which is annoying because the book's coming out this month and I mean it's outdated already. <laughs> I'm really pleased that they've got the book oh, because it was last week, wasn't it? We were saying about the black Mercedes potentially coming in. Sure enough, one show later and it's in. <laughs> yeah, but we have a habit of um, having news uh, break in or around the time that we are doing this show. Maybe they Speaking just, maybe, of which... <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they do listen to us after all. <laughs> yes, they just um, listen to us so they can go... <laughs> oh, is that when their show is? Put it yes. out just now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but speaking of one thing that broke uh, right around the time that we were doing last week's show, mm. um, iRacing. <laughs> so oh, you may remember... Girl, iRacing. So you may remember last week we were talking about how the uh, uh, the sim had released teasers for the LMP2. Yes. Um, turns out that exactly the same time while we were while we were recording and couldn't cover it, they also announced a whole load of tracks. Um, they first announced, well, they let Dale Earnhardt Jr. announce that the Nashville Fairground Speedway will be coming in the September build. Really cool. Cool to see another uh, older NASCAR track coming to the sim. Uh, the uh, biggest news, perhaps, was the announcement of uh, the big European track that they had uh, mentioned a couple of months prior. Uh, Hockenheim will be coming Yay. to iRacing. Um, at the moment, it doesn't. Uh, the developers have commented saying that they are unable to do the historic version simply because it doesn't exist, uh, which is a big shame, but not really surprising. It would have been nice, but yeah. Um, I understand int- why iRacing would do that, though. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about iRacing uh, bringing Hockenheim at this time, as Matt alluded to earlier in, in the show, was that because of the uh, pandemic, they haven't been able to go and actually scan Hockenheim. But um, as a result of this, um, it, as they said on their announcement on the forum, uh, iRacing has acquired high quality third party scan data and photos in order to build the track, uh, thus allowing uh, the developers to get to work on Hockenheim in the very near future. Um so yeah, it's pretty cool to see iRacing um, taking the initiative uh, to go out and get scan data for Hockenheim despite not being able to go there. Uh, they were asked on a, on a similar note uh, when the next batch of uh, North American tracks are going to be coming in. And uh, Steve Myers, one of the developers, or if not the uh, vice president of iRacing, said, well, if you get everybody in America to wear a mask, then maybe we can start doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh so, that means, so that means that the Hockenheim is uh, joining a list, a number of circuits that iRacing are currently working on, uh, including Nashville Fairgrounds, as we said, um, Hockenheim, as we said, uh, the Weed Sport Raceway, which is a dirt track, uh, Crandon International Raceway, which I believe is an off-road uh, track, not an oval, 
the Streets of Long Beach, which they are finally finishing, which the IndyCar uh, lover in me is absolutely rejoicing. Please add some Pete. Thank you. And uh, Coca-Cola <laughs> Super Speedway, which is the fictional track from the NASCAR 2003 uh, games, I think. Um, and they have also announced that they will be working on the Rallycross rally courses, which for Hockenheim is uh, fairly obvious, considering that they host the World Rallycross Championship there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good to see iRacing adding more European yeah. content. Also, iRacing said something about their developing grass. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I hadn't actually included that. Let me just find the uh, little article they put oh, about. Oh, I've it. got yes. it pulled up right here. Uh, have you got it? Excellent. You yes. Take it. So apparently <laughs> iRacing has announced that they're currently developing a new way to bring grass to life on various circuits available on iRacing. Um, they're going to be rolling out to various circuits over um, time. Uh, the first which, which will be receiving the new grass is Weed Sport Raceway that we just mentioned, mm. which I know that sounds like a joke. <laughs> if they did that on purpose, well done iRacing. If not... Did the marketing department think about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does look from the teaser shots they've uh, released of the grass. I can't, I can't believe yeah. it's come to the stage where we're talking about a grass update for a sim. Welcome to 2020, um, everything's really, relevant. But it looks really good. <laughs> it does look really good. <laughs> I think for tracks um, like Road America, etc., tracks that have a lot of grass, it will, mm. it will look very cool. Yeah, uh, obviously that they included was one of the current Mustang, the 8 supercar, and I'm, that has to be Bathurst. That can't be oh, any yeah, track. Oh, yeah, that's Bathurst, yeah. yeah. And that's another track where it will make a lot of sense. Um, yeah. My only hope is that um, for people who are running iRacing off of uh, older systems is that the uh, grass is something that will be uh, able to be turned on and off because I can't I mean, imagine can, many people will be very happy about having their FPS you can turn the grass. You can turn the crowds off, so I would assume that... That, yeah. that would be an option eventually. Yeah, I've only just turned back on the crowd on on my iRacing because I want it to be as real as possible. So I've I've started doing it for some tracks and not others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my realism. <laughs> yes, I'm just checking to see if there's anything interesting that was added um, in the latest Assetto Corsa Competition update. Um, it's mainly Again, it's another hot fix, so there's not really anything really that interesting uh, added. I know they have now brought private lobbies to both of the console versions of the game. Has uh, that... the has the um, Xbox been? I believe fully... that was done yesterday. Okay. I, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, I've read that. If it wasn't yesterday, then it was coming later this week. So that that's good. I, again, don't know why they didn't have that in at launch seems a pretty fundamental thing to not have but at least it's in there now yeah i'm just going to check on that okay yeah um believe that's how it works oh apparently oh that's weird mm-hmm. um may have to share this well, with the rest of the group then yeah <laughs> I, i'm sending you guys a link to the article I just found. Apparently, in order to host private servers on the Xbox, it requires an app. And for the PlayStation. Can I just point out how weird that wording is? Sorry, listeners, this isn't working very well. But the article does not... How do I host a console private was how that came up to me. (laughs) Oh, Oh dear. I mean, is that some sort of weird piracy thing going on there? Um... This is a support article on the official 505 Games website um, that talks about how all servers for the Xbox One games must be purchased slash rented via an app that each provider has on the Xbox or Microsoft Store. Before you begin, please install the 3G portal or... Natrado. Natrado app? I, I first looked at that and I always read like... it as Nintendo and I got really confused. I always like downloading apps to my my uh, uh, hardware that I have never heard of before. <laughs> so they've added private servers but you have to pay for them. Basically. I guess so. me scratching my head in perplexity. 
I mean, mm. I know you have to do that for yeah, PC, for PC version, yeah, but you can also set up forever. a you can also set up a dummy PC to do that for you. You don't have to like buy a server. Yeah, that's a little interesting. It mm-hmm. strikes me as the sort of thing that was oh they actually want private lo- lobbies oh um uh, we haven't got it uh who can we buy some servers off of yeah I mean I think we're all spoiled because of Forza yeah 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 and it's just we weird also... to see console games having to uh, have paid private servers when they yeah. should just be a thing for but we also games. complain endlessly about the quality of Forza's dedicated servers yeah. Because mm. that's going to have to go. I don't know how it works, but that that seems to me like it's going to going to have to go through two layers of servers before you get access to it. Because it's not like it's not like Xbox Live is an open network. Mm-hmm. So that seems a little odd to me. Well, it is Five Hundred Five Games. They have made odd decisions in the past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. Haven't all developers? Oh mm. dear. <laughs> I'm still, uh. I'm still perplexed at the. How do I host a console private? <laughs> Stop bringing that up. It's so weird. Every time you say it, that's the yes. first line of the thing. <laughs> hey, look, read it's more of me. the sentence. I can't. I can't help but point out again, as we've pointed out historically on this show, when you open up a tab for the Online Racing Association. I think it's website, might be the forums, I forget. It does come up the online racing ass. Hey, you were the one that made that URL. I had nothing to do with that. And he did it intentionally, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I mean just like because it's my just because it was my nickname doesn't mean doesn't mean it's any I mean what you Matt mean said it, not me. Matt, Matt called himself that, not me. Just making that clear. For legal reasons, later on, we must point out that Matt said that. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yes. Now, we're about done with the show, I believe, unless there is some other breaking esports news that we have somehow missed. Well, the only thing the I'm now... It's not, it's not esports. The only thing I'm really disappointed now is, is anyone who was going to, as I'm sure um, John mentioned on Midweek Motorsport yesterday... Um, the news broke yesterday evening, um, just as Midweek Motorsport was starting, actually. God bless our government. That actually, do you know what? No, you can't go to the touring cars, even though it was all okay. And MSV had sold a lot of tickets and was allowing people there because it's outdoors and everything. And now they've got, and now the government said, no, you can't. So there are no, no spectators at the um, British touring cars at Donington Park this weekend. But it's okay because you can stand in a group at NASCAR events and it's absolutely fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Different governments, though. You know. Very really? different approaches. <laughs> I don't think they're that different. For NASCAR, it depends what state they're in. We've both got mop head idiots at the top, and that's all that matters. Anyway, let's go. Yes. Um, I believe. <laughs> uh, I believe that, that about does it for tonight's show. Um, if you wanted um, to stay is it the Silverstone? Into... Is it the Silverstone Twelve Hours this weekend? Yes, Silverstone Twelve Hours is this weekend. That's probably why I'm so brain dead right now. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> so really throw that in there. Yes, we have very many cars, and I just want to make sure I get the correct count as to who's racing this weekend. Um, qualifying is over at this point. Um, so if you want to see the full qualifying order, be sure to go check that out on the forums. Um, we have 344 drivers currently signed up with 59 GT cars and 37 TC cars. So a little less than Lama, but you know, this isn't Lama, it's the 12 hours of Silverstone. So not nearly as, what's the word I want to use? Um, monumental. If that makes sense. World famous, yeah. Le Mans yeah. is world famous, whereas uh, Silverstone uh, tends to be sort of a big European event. It's so. a very awesome club race. <laughs> it, and that's, and that's not a derogatory term. No, no. no it's, Believe no. me, it's not. Yeah. It's absolutely epic. 
Yeah. So be sure to um, follow along on our Twitter page. That's the at real underscore Torah. Um, as that event goes on, we'll be updating, tweeting about who's currently leading throughout the day. Um, we will have more exciting news coming up soon. Maybe we'll pertaining to some Assetto Corsa Cup to Sion content and events. Maybe. Um, so be on the, sure to be on the lookout for that. And join us next week for another show. This has been, again, the U.S. edition of the Torah Radio Show. Thanks to Matt and Jordan for joining me for the U.S. version of the show. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we'll join us be next back. week for the British version where it will be mostly American. <laughs> uh, anyway, stay safe out there, wash your hands, wear your mask, and stay tuned for On the Grid. Bye for now. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLamont.com.